Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another Sea Salty Dog episode of Storytime. The one who never needs floaties, he can go into the deep end anytime he wants to. Well, that's David Miller. Well, that's me. I, I can swim. I just choose not to. And a Dr. Octopus of pool noodles, always ready to get you with a squirt in the face <laughs> or a pop in the side. Well, that's me, Michael Santel. That's true. He does love the pool noodles. I, I love it. That is true. I love a good pool noodle. I like you, to write. I like to write it. You like, like to I, write it and then shoot water out of it when you blow in the front. I, I like yeah. to pretend it's a seahorse sometimes, or sometimes <laughs> I like to wear it around my uh, around my side, uh-huh. sort of like a, like floaty nunchuck, so I can come around and get you around the other side. Everything he's saying is true. He's not just like thinking about it and saying it. He's done all of that to me. These are what I. <laughs> Dude, I'm a pool tyrant. I hate to say it. <laughs> David, I fucked up. What'd you do? I said I was going to read this story, you and did. it's a very long story. That's what you told me, yeah. That's uh, why it's been two weeks. <laughs> it's not as long. It's not. I, I'm sure there is other tales I've told you that are equally in long. I will uh, as long. I will tell you, though. This is the first fairy. All of our other fairy tales, we've assumed things about the world. David, yeah. welcome to half of this story is just world building. Oh god, oh god. Hans Christian Andersen, no. Yeah, and I and I and I want you to know, I feel like my 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 trio of tiny tales that I told you last time yeah. should give you some insight on oh where his mind is at. <laughs> uh, I, I also want to say that I thought that the story was going to be the same as Disney. It's no. not, but I'll tell you. Those Disney guys did a good job. They got a lot of really big set pieces in this into okay. that movie. So good okay. on them. It's 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 very it's spiritually the same. <laughs> spiritually. Spiritually the same. So I want to do predictions, but I I you're going to know a well, lo- you're going to know the beats. Okay. That's fine. I'll have slightly yeah, okay, that's fine. We don't have to go hard on the predictions then. Right. I mean, I feel like if you go by the beats of the Little Mermaid, you're going to be pretty accurate. I will say, I have a distinct feeling that uh, uh, there are going to be elements or details to this that are going to make me like shake my head or exasperatedly sigh or be like, oh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. I felt there was a lot less of that. I thought I'm very gonna... worried. That Why I'm are you gonna, worried? Like, what just... are you worried about? I don't know. I feel like Hans Christian Andersen has a weird take <laughs> on life that, that I don't know. I, 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 for some reason, I feel like there's going to be elements of this that are going to be problematic. You let me know when they're problematic. This is know. not going to get us canceled. I haven't like, read it or no. Oh, I mean, we didn't write this. Right. And I don't think reading <laughs> it is going to get us canceled. That Man, being said. I like, I like told you the whole Bible. It doesn't mean I'm here to tell like <laughs> yeah, preaching. <sure>. Like, <laughs> so besides the main plot points, which I'm pretty yeah. sure you know, what yeah. other things do you think Disney left out of their version? I think that there's more death in the story than in the movie. Like, I think one of one of the mermaids, like friends, dies, or like I don't know, one of the like when when the bad person attacks, or like you know, climactic bad person moment, like like people fucking die. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> um, I think. Uh, I don't know. I, I maybe they left out the Atlantean civil war that is raging <laughs> in the background of this entire story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's it. I, I I don't know what else. Like, uh, do you want to take any predictions on what? Maybe are a MacGuffin, ch- like some kind of magical item that like sure is like 
important, quote unquote, in the story, but in the Disney version, they're like, ah, we don't need that. Do you have any predictions on uh, what are the the rules of the mermaid world? Don't talk to people. Sure, that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that seems like a good one. Uh, fish are food. Fish are <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, get legs if you can. Like, that's ooh, the, that's... interesting. <laughs> Okay, this oh, is a little. And then otherwise, keep kosher. Yeah, no, 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 that's, no, none of that fucking <laughs> barnacle gotta, shit on the bottom of the ocean. You gotta keep kosher. Yeah, they fucking they know what they they know what they poop out of their out of their out of their little mermaid holes. They know what's going on, <laughs> right? They have, it, to have in that sense. It'd be like fish, right? So there's just like a little one little like. It's just little, it's a little tiny little thing. Hole. It's just yeah. for yeah. I saw a sea cucumber poop on Reddit the other day. It was oh. disturbing. It just oh. looked like poop. It looked like when poop. I was, when it, I was a kid and learned how to like gut fish, that hole was important because that's where you start. You start. Do you do you, do you, do you ring you it out? Do you push it? You, you cut it up the stomach to like then get the. Well, you also cut the head off. And oh, you David, you're gonna have to tell me all your fisherman knowledge. Let me know how I don't accurate much fisherman this knowledge. I just know how to gut a trout. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very important skills for yeah, the right. modern man. Okay, <laughs> this is the Little Mermaid from 1837. There we go. 1837. 1837. Yeah. So this is like before the Kansas Compromise, before the Mer- Missouri Massacre, before all oh, that man. stuff we in are America. In the height of colonialism here. Yeah, 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 yeah. America's doing its own thing. They're like, they're fine. They're like, they they yeah. got the 1812 happened already. They're like being Americans. Yeah. Killing native people, just being Americans. Haven't had the Civil War yet. Right, right. So we haven't had the real big push of genocide in America, but it's coming. You <laughs> know mean, what I mean? We've had West, one or, that we've Western had one or ex- two. That Western expansion is happening. They it's keep happening. doing that. So we're every in the time process. every time a new state comes up, they're like, Oh shit, is it gonna ruin the is it gonna ruin the slave equation? I mean, who are we to stand in the way of manifest destiny, you know? Oh saying? Jesus Christ, it's so racist. Okay. <laughs> Far out in the ocean, the water as blue as pearls of the loveliest cornflower, and as clear as the purest glass. But it is very deep, too. Wait, it hold go- on. The water is blue and clear as glass? You can't have both. It's clear blue glass, David. It's the clearest clear. of blue you, you glass. You can see the blue. It's not you can see it. Then... It no. goes it goes down deeper than any other uh, than any anchor rope will go okay. and many many steeples would have to be stacked one on top of another to reach the bottom <laughs> of the surface of the sea. Man, to be in a time when literally the tallest thing you can possibly think of is a church. Yeah. Oh boy. This, is, this would have to be multiple churches, multiple David. Churches. Multiple churches. Tall churches. Which I like the idea of like a way of measurement of like, how big should this be? This pyramid, Four 17. Steeples. <laughs> Four steeples. <laughs> David, it is down there that the sea folk live. Yes, the sea they folk. They can't prove that there's not sea folk, so there's sea folk down there. Yeah, I believe it. Now, don't suppose that there are only bare white sands at the bottom of the sea. No, indeed. The most marvelous <laughs> trees and flowers grow down there. Say with, what? With such, pliant, with such pliant stalks and leaves that least stir in the water and makes them move about as though they were alive. All sorts of fish, oh, large okay. and that's small. Like, that's like seaweed and like algae and stuff. I was thinking like regular ass trees. Uh, from my interpretation of it, there are a bunch of, like, 
seat like trees. It's like, park, it's like 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 an animorphs when they went down. Under There's the fucking a dog park <laughs> under the <laughs> ocean. Absolutely. There is like There's like regular manicured. Uh, also an animorphs when they went down into the ocean and found Axe in like his little bubble ship with the fucking. Okay, in remove it. the bubble ship and yeah. there's like and I guarantee there's there's fish. There's like swordfish and they're like cutting bushes and shit like that. Oh yeah. No, 100%. if this is a cartoon and we're going by it, then the swordfish. There's two swordfish and they're like fencing in the park. And they're like, <laughs> they're, on guard. Oh, ah, good. Nice one. Like, you you know don't think mean? there's one, you don't think there's like an old mermaid dude who's using two swordfish, like chomp, chomp, chomp. He's no, like, put- no, there's two swordfish that are like playing fencing in the park. There is an old dude who's sitting at a table playing underwater chess, which is the same, but all the pieces look different. Sure, right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> the ponds are prawns. Yeah, exactly. All sorts of fish, large and small, dart among the branches, just as birds flit through the trees up here. Far uh, from the deepest spot in the ocean rises the, pl- the palace of the Sea King. Its walls are made of coral and its high-pointed windows of the clearest amber. But the roof is made of mussel shells that open and shut with the tide. Cool. This is a wonderful sight to see, for every shell holds gl- uh, glittering pearls, any of which would be the pride of a queen's crown. Okay. Yeah, so like the whole... The whole roof like opens at certain points as they like yeah. breathe and eat they've and got, stuff like got that. A skylight. The sea king down there had been a widower for years, oh. and his old mother kept house for him. She was a clever woman, but very proud of her noble birth. Therefore, she flaunted twelve oysters on her tail while the other ladies of the court were only allowed to wear six. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be the queen. It's good to be the king's mom. <laughs> Except for uh, this. So then you're not the queen, you're the queen mother. That's correct. Uh, except for this, she was altogether a praiseworthy, a praiseworthy person, particularly, particularly so because she was extremely fond of her granddaughters, the little sea princesses. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They were six... In the, in the Disney version, Ariel had, like, a bunch of sisters, right? Yeah, she has the... I, like, I don't, don't re- matter, but, like... Yeah, there's yeah. the... There's the... I don't remember those names. I only remember that part where they're like, Malina, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, there's, it's, like... It's literally in the very beginning to see yeah. that she has sisters and she's different. She... I think there's only three old... Maybe three sisters in that yeah, one. And they yeah. pimp Ariel really hard. They're like, but the best of all of us yeah, yeah, is yeah. the little one. And she's not there. Yeah. She's looking for dingle hoppers and she's with her thing of bobs and what's yes. Yeah. Uh, there were six lovely girls, and the youngest was the most beautiful of them all. Her skin was soft and tender as rose petals, and her eyes were as blue as the deep blue sea. But like the others, she had no feet. Her body ended in a fishtail. <laughs> Again, so, we got to build the world so of the of the mermaids. The, the way this was just described to me is she just has no feet. And ends in a fishtail. So she has human legs and hips just down the ankles. And, <laughs> and then, then it's a fishtail. You yeah. let me know, but I'm pretty sure they got I a fish I think she's bottom. got a regular knobby-ass knees. Oh, boy. Just a fishtail at the end. She's an abomination of God, David. I think that's, I think that's true, if nothing else. The whole day long they used to play in the palace, down in the great halls where live flowers grew on the walls. Whenever the high amber windows were thrown open, the fish would swim in, just as swallows dart in the... uh, 
just as swallows dart into our rooms when we open the windows. No, but, no, no. Birds don't fly into my window. This is, I think this is, a, I think this is another. <laughs> Back in the 1800s, there I think a this is problem with birds flying I, into windows. I just think this is like another Germanic thing. Even though he's not Germanic, there's no fucking screens on these windows, David. Birds got into your fucking house. Yeah. And then you were like, God damn it, there's a bird the in my house. you open your window, like, regularly. Like, they would just dart what? in there. They get the fuck in there as soon as they, they can. They learn not to do this. David, I'm just telling you, there's a lot of birds, okay? It's a bird-heavy world. (laughs) But these fish now would swim right up to the little princess to eat out of their hands and let themselves be petted. Oh, like an underwater Cinderella. That's correct. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Outside the palace was a big garden with flaming red and deep blue trees. Again, it says trees. I think they're just trees, David. Blue trees, too. That is exactly like Animorphs. Their fruit, gl- uh, their fruit glittered like gold, and their blossoms flamed like fire on the constantly waving stalks. The soil was very fine sand indeed, but as the but as the blue as bur- but as blue as burning brimstone. A strange blue veil lay over everything the down there. No, the the sand was just fine coarse sand, but the way that the the, the, the soil was very fine sand indeed, but as but as blue as burning brimstone. Yeah, the sand oh, is blue. The sand is blue, yeah. Yeah, and that might just be from, like, all the trees, like, you know, shedding and stuff on them. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a grass guy. I don't know how plants work. <laughs> grass is just tree sheddings. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how the fuck that shit works. Uh, you would have thought yourself aloft in the air with only the blue sky above you and beneath you, rather than down at the bottom of the sea. When there was a dead clam, you could see uh, when <laughs> when, <laughs> when there a was turn. a dead calm, you okay. could you could you could just see the sun like a scarlet flower with its light uh, streaming from its silax. All right, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a beautiful flower, but <laughs> yeah, it's very no, tiny because it. it's real far away. I just can't help but to think like one of the regular occurrences in this beautiful magical underwater landscape is you know every now and then. You got a dead clam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. You trip over Sometimes them all the time. You got a dead clam. Uh, put it on the roof. Every time you shake a blue and red tree, you're like, "Oh fuck, there's dead clams falling <laughs> on me." Each little princess had her own uh, her own small garden plot where she could dig and plant whatever she liked. One of the one of the sisters grows uh, heroin. Another one grows <laughs> poppy seeds. They're all a little different. They all get different quirks. One of them made her little flower bed in the shape of a whale. Uh, Another thought it neater to shape hers like a little mermaid, but the youngest of them made hers as round as the sun, and there she grew only flowers that were as red as the sun itself. She was an unusual child, quiet and wistful, and when the sisters decorated their gardens with all kinds of odd things they found in sunken ships, she would allow nothing in hers except flowers as red as the sun and pretty and a pretty marble statue. Interesting. So She like does opposite. not want those fucking human trinkets ruining yeah. her goddamn garden. Yeah. Also, it's being a little weird. Like it's saying that hers is great, like as the as the best design idea. It's like, wait, one of them shaped their garden like a whale. That's pretty cool. It's one pretty of them cool. Shaped their garden like a member of their society. It's like if you had a garden that was shaped like a person. It's like, oh, okay, cool, great, that interesting, cool. And then this person's like, I'm gonna do a circle, and and the book is like, ooh, ooh so good. <laughs> She's the clearly she understands gardening the best out of everybody. It's a circle. <laughs> This figure of ha- uh, the, this figure of a handsome boy carved in pure white marble had sunk down to the bottom of the sea from a ship that was wrecked. 
Okay. Besides the statue, she planted a rose-colored weeping willow tree, which thrived as well its graceful branches, shaded the, shaded the statue, and hung down to the blue sand, where their shadows took on a violet tint and swayed as the branches swayed. How it fast looked, does this fucking tree grow? I mean, however old this little girl is, you know what I mean? She's been, oh, she's like been growing been this... For a while? I mean, they live down there all the time, well, so yeah. Like, so the statue came down and she planted a tree next to it. Yes, yeah. And, and the, then the tr- tree grew to overhang and shade the statue. Or she moved, or she had some help and moved it. I'm, oh, she, moving things in the water is probably easier. A mature tree, I see, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It has looked as if its roots and tips of the branches were kissing each other in play. Oh, so she's already got kissing on her mind. <laughs> Nothing gave the youngest princess such pleasure uh, as to hear of the world of human beings up above them. Her old grandmother had to tell her all she knew about ships and cities and of people and animals. What seemed nicest of all to her was that on land the flowers were fragrant, for those at the bottom of the sea had no scent. Yeah. There's no pollen, well, David. Well, it's just that you can't sniff to <laughs> to smell it. Cause you're yeah, sniffing. It's tough. It's tough being. It's tough being a mermaid. It's tough being a mermaid. (laughs) And she thought it was nice that the woods were green and that the fish you saw among their branches could sing so loud and sweet that it was delightful to hear them. Yeah, I guess it. I never thought about. It's probably quiet in the ocean. Like you hear currents and stuff, but it's probably quieter. It's it's like someone has said, like right, like some. I can't remember who it was. A comedian is like, oh, I think it was Mitch Hedberg, right? It's like it's a good thing fish can't talk because then the ocean would be loud as fuck. It'd be loud as fuck. (laughs) Her grandmother had to call the little birds fish, or the princess would have uh, would have known what would not have known what she was talking about, for she had never seen a bird. When you get to be 15, her grandmother said, you will be allowed to rise out of the ocean and sit on the rocks in the moonlight to watch great ships sailing by. You will see the woods of towns, too. So there's an age limit, David. You don't let baby, you don't let baby mermaids up there. You gotta be, you gotta be of age. Yeah. What, what was the age? 15. Your your quinceanera age. 15. So, uh, so again... 15-year-old is adult. Yes, basically. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Know, but to I be know. fair, animals, I mean, a fish is half, a mermaid's half fish. <laughs> so to be fair, they probably are of breeding age by, you know, fish, five. It's just their feet. So it's like, they're David, like 10% David, fish. get that out of your mind. It's I different. It. I can't do it. Uh, next year, one of her sisters would be 15, but the others, well, since each one was a whole year older than the next, the youngest still had Five long years to okay, wait so until she's she ten. Yeah, yeah. Until Almost she ten. Yeah, until she could raise it from the water and see uh, what other world was like. Yeah, each of the sisters, uh, dad they're had a. a up, they're a year apart, and the the oldest is about to be fifteen. Right, and, and there's she's like the fifth. She has five five years to go. Right, so she's ten or almost ten. Right. Oh boy. But each sister promised to tell the others about all that she saw and what she found most marvelous on her first day. Their grandmother had uh, had not told them half enough, uh, and there were so many things that they longed to know about. The most eager of them of all was the youngest, the very one who was so quiet and wistful. Many a night she stood by her open window and looked up through the dark, blue water where the fish waved their fins and tails. She could see the moon and the stars. 
To be sure, their light She's was... that deep in the ocean and she can see the moon and the stars? Yeah, just a little bit. You know what I mean? No, as long as you're not, not above that it. deep in the ocean. To be, to be sure, their light was quite dim, but looked as but looked at through the water, they seemed much bigger when they uh, than they appeared to us. David, okay. they're getting magnified by the water. No, also, no, no. there's no light pollution. There's no light pollution. They're, they're like that deep? Like when they're like, this is deeper than like anything? Well, ever. David, you don't... Like, you don't go. You don't go look at the stars from the fucking bottom of the Mojave Desert. You go up a little higher. She like swam a little bit. No, she's in her room, in the castle at the very bottom of the bottomest place. David, it's like a mag. You don't understand how water works. It magnifies it. It makes if, things look bigger. If you're gonna have world building, you gotta follow your own rules, Hans. Whenever a cloud-like shadow swept across them, she knew that it was either a whale swimming overhead or a ship with many human beings aboard it. Little did they dream that a pretty young mermaid was down below, stretching her white arms up toward the keel of the ship. She's a pretty white girl, David, so everything's okay! Yeah, yeah. The eldest princess had her 15th birthday, so now she received permission to rise up out of the water! When she got back, she had a hundred things to tell her sisters about. But the most marvelous thing of all, she said, was to lie on the sandbar in the moonlight. When the sea was calm and to gaze up at the large city on the shore, where the lights twinkled like hundreds of stars, to listen to the music, to hear chatter and clamber of carriages and people, to see so many church towers and spires, and to hear their ringing bells. She could she could not enter the city. Uh, that Churches she, are ringing their bells at night when the <laughs> sea is calm. That was just the most dearly long to do. Well, she heard some bells and she fucking loved them. Maybe there was a celebration. It was celebration day. She came up on Boxing Day. Who knows? But she got to hear the bells. I know I'm being particularly harsh on Hans Christian Andersen today. You are being particularly harsh, I David. Know, I know. On his 1837 sensibilities. <laughs> The next year, her second... Uh, so, I don't know if you know this or not. We gotta go through fucking four more no, of these. I get it. Yeah, okay. No, I see it happen. And this was the part I was like, do I just fucking cut this out where we just build this anticipation? No, because but... each one is gonna have a different thing about going up there that they like. It's not all laying on the sandbar and listening to the midnight church bells. The next year, the second sister had permission to rise up to the surface and swim whenever she pleased. She came up... Uh, at she came up just as sunset, and she, said, and she said that the spectacle was the most marvelous sight she had ever seen. The heavens had a golden glow, and as for the clouds, she could not find words to describe their beauty. Splash. Well, that's because all she has is to tell them about it, <laughs> so she, has, she can't. <laughs> when words are your only way, well, can't you use, like, fish telepathy? Can't you just be like, No, man. Splashed with red and tinted with violet, they sailed over her head. But much faster than the sailing clouds were the wild swans in a flock. Like a long white veil trailing above the sea, they flew toward the setting sun. She too swam toward it, but down it went, and all the rose-colored glow faded from the sea in the sky. I mean, sunset is a pretty good thing to check out. If yeah, and she like followed the birds the until the birds yeah. flew away. Right. Great. The following year, her third sister ascended and she was the boldest of them all. She swam up a broad river that flowed into the city. Oh. She saw glorious green vine-colored hills. Palaces and manor houses could be glimpsed through 
the splendid woods. She heard all the birds singing, and the sun shone so brightly she, uh, she often had to dive under the water to cool her burning face. In a small cove, she found a whole school. I wonder if the fish, do they dry out faster? Like, I don't know what the rules are of, of I, fish I, I imagine they're just, like, very pale because they've never been in the sun, so she probably just got sunburned, like, easy. Oh, that might be a thing. That might be a thing. In a small cove, she found a whole school of mortal children paddling about in their in the water, quite naked. She wanted to play with them, but they took a fright and ran away. Mortal then along children, mortal, mortal, regular yeah. mortal kids are 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 mermaids immortal? Ah, <laughs> ah, put that feather in your cap, David. Oh, put no. your feather in your cap. <laughs> then along came a little a little black animal. Well, then how did the queen die? It was a dog. Well, she had she had a bunch of girls, David. You know what I mean? Maybe one year the eggs ripped her apart. I don't know. I don't, and they don't give birth the way normal people do, but they are magical creatures. If they're immortal, then, ah, well, whatever. You know, you know what happened, David? I think that statue fell on her. Oh, and no. That, yeah, I think that's what happened because we never know. We never knew what happened. But she had never seen a dog before. It barked at her so ferociously that she took fright herself and fled to the open sea. But never, uh, but never could she forget the splendid woods, the green hills, and the nice children who could swim in the water, although they didn't wear fishtails. All right, David, you're getting, you're, you're really convincing me that yeah. just their feet are tails. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> the fourth sister was not so virtuous, virtuous. Son. She stayed far out among the rough waves, which she. Uh, which she said was a marvelous place. She could see all around for miles and miles, and the heavens up above were like a vast, dro- uh, a vast dome of glass. She, because we lived in, a, we live in a flat world, David. That's yeah. that she can see the, glo- you know, the splat, the water is splashing against the dome that we all live in. <laughs> see, the fish, they know that, but we don't know about that. <laughs> uh, she had seen ships, but they were so far away that they looked like seagulls. Playful dolphins had. Turned somersaults and monstrous whales had sprouted water through their nostrils so that it looked as if hundreds of fountains were playing all around them. Cool. Now the fifth sister had her turn. Her birthday came She in goes winter. to Vegas. <laughs> her birthday came in wintertime, so she saw things that none of the others had seen. The sea was a deep green color and enormous icebergs drifted about. Each one glistened like a pearl. She said that they were more lofty than any church steeple built by a man. They assumed that the most fantastic ships sparkled like diamonds. She had seated herself on the largest of one, and all the ships that came sailing by sped away as soon as the frightened sailors saw her with her long hair blowing in the wind. So, it's the the kids, they don't want kids. Kid mermaids going up there because, yeah. you know, humans might interact with them. But they're allowed to just freak the fuck out of people. And yeah. people are going to go back and say they saw a mermaid. And I'm sure people laugh, but they saw them. This is real. I'm trying to think. So you talked about, like, the the best ships, like, glimmering like diamonds. So, like, does that mean they're, like, covered in ice? You know, like ships going in the wintertime, like icebreakers and shit that like probably have a bunch of like crystal, like salt ice, salt Maybe, water ice, like all over. But also, I'm sure, you know, a boat would have a ton of lights on it. Like not a ton mm. of lights, but you would see glowing see. and candle lights and stuff like that wherever people are, you would yeah. see it. And if there's like, I mean, I, I don't know, there's no way there's fucking holes in the hull with glass windows and stuff like that. But I just picture no, and a I don't glow. think it's, it's the 1830s, so it's not the time yet for like big 
like metal tankers and stuff. No, 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 no. These are like uh, Moby Dick ships. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. In the late evening, clouds filled the sky. Thunder cracked and lightning darted across the heaven. Black waves lifted those great bergs of ice on high and were flashed when the lightning struck. On all the ships, the sails were reefed, and there was a fear and trembling. But quietly she sat there upon her drifting iceberg and watched the blue forked lightning strike the sea. So she has, like, her own little boat. She can, like, sit up there and, like, I'm, I'm sure there's yeah, a... and if she falls off into the water, she's fine. So like, I'm sure there's, there's, there's a show. scene. I'm sure there's a scene where she swims up real fast and jumps, and then she goes, like, wee! She goes, like, down the side of an iceberg, uh-huh. back into the water. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so, so right now there's a big storm happening. And she's uh-huh. like watching a ship battle the storm. Yeah. Each of the sisters took delight in the lovely new sights when the uh, when first she rose up to the surface of the sea. But when they became grown-up girls who were allowed to go whenever they liked, they became indifferent to it. They would become homesick. And in a, and uh, and in a month, they said that they that there was no place like the bottom of the sea where they felt so completely at home. On many. On many an evening, the older sisters would rise to the surface arm in arm, all five in a row. They had beautiful voices, more charming than those of any mortal beings. When a storm was a-brewing and they anticipated a shipwreck, they would swim before the ship and sing the most seductively uh, of how beautiful it was at the bottom of the ocean, trying to overcome the prejudice that the sailors had amongst coming (laughs) down them. But... People could not understand their song and mistook their voices for the storm, nor was it for them to see the glories of the deep. When their ship went down, they were drowned, and it was as dead men that they would reach the Sea King's Palace. Okay, so, prediction. People are dying. We get it. We get people dying. (laughs) So the sisters would sing this beautiful song about, like, hey, you don't need to be scared. There's fish people down here. Underwater is great. Under the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the sea, right? But just picture that scene with dead guys just floating down to the bottom of the ocean. So so it's them, like, slowly floating down, and it's kind of, like, muffled. Like, (laughs) there was uh, one of the... Are you watching the new (laughs) season of Rick and Morty? Uh, I saw a couple episodes, but not, like... Really Did you see sweet. the episode where at the end of the, the, the little mini scene at the end of the episode is a classroom filled with kaiju monsters? No. <laughs> okay, I'm going to spoil the joke for you. Okay. So the kaiju monsters are in a classroom and the teacher's like, okay, remember, we're going to go to other worlds. we got to tell them about the secrets of humanity and how to save their planets. <laughs> so when the kaiju show up, they go, everybody, please, I have, I have good news. Yeah. And they're just going, run! <laughs> Why are you attacking me? I bring the secrets of the universe yeah 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 <laughs> very similar of what's going on right yeah. now uh i read the part where they all die yeah that's kind of dark what do you mean well i mean well they're going up to try to like put these people at ease and it's being misinterpreted and the people are dying anyway because and these also girls don't understand that people can't swim also they don't understand their fish songs also there's a, a just a storm yeah. whipping around them so they can't hear anything on the evening when the mermaids rose through the water like this, arm in arm, the youngest sister stayed behind, all alone, looking after them and wanting to weep. But a mermaid has no tears, and therefore she suffers so much more. So, so <laughs> David, ladies are emotional. She can't see the tears, so she's always. It's it's a beautiful line. Do you think that it's like she's she's crying but there's just no tear part so like she makes the sounds and makes the faces but like it looks like nothing is happening it looks like nothing's happening david she her tears her tears just go into the oceans that's why they suffer so much more that's why the ocean's so salty because that's why it's so salty so sad because they're always sad all the fucking time yeah 
Oh, how I do wish I were 15. Okay, so we have to rephrase this. There are five other sisters, and what? she is the sixth. The Little Mermaid is the sixth sister. So she hasn't been up there yet. Oh, how I do wish I were 15, she said. I see. I know I shall love the world up there and all the people who live in it. And at last, she too came to be 15. There we go. Okay. Right. So we <laughs> have only dealt with all the other sisters, yeah, and yeah. she's been hearing all these tales for the past, I guess, six years, right? Yeah. Well, five years because we started when the first one was going. Yeah, but nine, but nine plus five is fourteen, David. So it's six. There's six, right? There's five other sisters, so it's been six years. I don't know where your nine came from, but all right, sure. <laughs> Her initial age when the first sister was able to go to the water. Right. It David, said, it's, it said it's then that basic she had, math. It literally said then that she had five years to go. So it's been five years. <laughs> Agree to disagree. It must be one of those. I bet fish math is like uh, is like ages in North Korea. It's different. Well, the beauty of me getting to edit it is I get to play you saying. The youngest still had five long years to wait. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't believe his disinformation campaign, everybody. Hashtag Team Santel. Not ha don't, don't do hashtag Team David. Now the fun thing will be if I misremembered and don't now have a clip of you saying. <laughs> the youngest still had five long years to wait. You can just play S Club 7. Whatever, whatever you got on your desktop. <laughs> I love that S Club 7. Now I'll have now I'll have you off my hands, said her grandmother, the old queen, the old queen dowager. Come, let me adore you like your sisters. In the little mermaid's hair, she put a wreath of white lilies. Oh, Each adorn petal you. Yeah. I, it sounded like you said adore you, and I was like, oh my god, she hasn't liked her until she was old enough. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you never know. You know, you don't want to like kids until you know they're going to make it. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to invest too much time into it. She's going them. to adorn her with, like, pearls and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Each petal of which was formed from half a pearl, and the old queen let eight big oysters fasten themselves to the princess's tail. Ooh, that's two a... more than other people are. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And if you count the halvesies in her hair, she's pushing grandma's levels. Well, but the halvesies are made of uh, pearl. And as a sign of her high, as a sign of her high rank, but that hurt," said the Little Mermaid. "You must put up with a good deal to keep up appearances," her grandmother oh said. Oh my God, we're getting started early, <laughs> Hans. Come on now. So it hurts to have these things on, but you got to be a fashionable woman, David. There's no way you're going to let the other women show you up. Yeah, it's like uh, getting your ears pierced. Yep, yep. You must put a. Uh, oh. How gladly she would have shaken off all those decorations and laid aside the cumbersome wreath. The red flowers in her garden, which were much more becoming of her, she, uh, but she didn't dare make any changes. Goodbye, she said, and she went up through the water as, uh, as light as sparkles as a bubble. The sun had just gone down when she heard and rose from the surface, but the clouds still shone like gold and rose, gold and roses. And in the delicately tinted sky sparkled the clear gleam of an evening star. The air was mild and fresh and the sea unruffled. Uh, a great three-master lay in view with only one of all of its sails set. For there was not even the whisper of a breeze. And the sailors idled about in the, rig uh, in the rigging on the yards. A real big ship with a uh, real big ship with three big things, but only one of the sails is out right now. Yeah, yeah. There was music and singing on the ships, and as the night came on, they lighted hundreds of such brightly colored lanterns that one might have thought that the flags of all nations were swinging in the air. See, I told you there's lots of lanterns. You were right. And of different colors, even. And different colors. You have different glass and stuff like that. Yeah. 
The Little Mermaid swam right up to the window of the main cabin, and each time she rose with the swell, she could peep in through the clear glass panes at the crowd of the brilliantly dressed people within. The handsome of them all was the young, pris, uh, young prince with big dark eyes. He could not be more than 16 years old. It was his birthday, and that was the pers- and that was the reason for all the celebration. Okay. They're they're one year apart, David. He yeah. she's fifteen, hey. he's sixteen. Yeah, hey, that's you know that's Romeo <laughs> and Juliet right there. It is very Romeo and Juliet. Although they're even younger, I think, in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, I think she's they're like fourteen. She might be twelve or something. Uh, I don't Who know. Knows? Okay. Definitely fourteen. Definitely fourteen. <laughs> Up on the deck, the sailors were dancing, and when the prince appeared among them, a hundred or more rockets flew through the air, making it as bright as day. I've seen this scene from before in the uh-huh, movie, uh-huh. and it's in the very, very beginning. Here uh-huh. we are, a half an hour in, at we, the very, very beginning. Yeah, we fucking, they cut out a fucking <laughs> half an hour of all the other sisters, just cut to the main character. These startled the little mermaid so badly that she ducked under the water, but as soon as she peeped up again, and then it seemed as if all the stars in the sky were falling around her. Never had she seen such fireworks. Great suns spun around, splendid firefish floated through the blue air, and all of these things were mirrored in the crystal clear sea. It was so brilliant bright that you could see every little rope of the ship, and the people could could uh, could be seen distant uh, could be seen distinctly. Oh, how handsome the young prince was! He la- he laughed and he smiled and shook people by the hand while the music rang out of the on this perfect evening. It's a very gay occasion. It's a yeah, very gay occasion. It's great. It got very late and the Little Mermaid could not take her eyes off the ship and the handsome prince. The brightly colored lanterns were put out and and no more rockets threw through the air and no more cannons boomed. And then there was a mutter and a rumble deep down in the sea and the swell kept bouncing her like uh, up so high that she could look into the cabin. Now the ship began to sail. Canvas after canvas was spread in the wind. The waves rose high. Great clouds gathered and lightning flashed in the distance. Oh, they were in for a terrible storm. And the mariners made haste to reap the sails. The tall, the tall ship pitched and rolled as it sped through the angry sea. The waves rose up like towering black mountains, as if they would break over the over the, ma- uh, the masthead. But the swan-like ship plunged into the valleys between such waves and emerged to rive their lofty, their lofty heights. To the little mermaid, it's, uh, this seemed good sport, but to the sailors, it was nothing of the sort. The ship creaked and labored. Thick timbers gave way under the heavy blows. Waves broke over the ship. They maintained, uh, the main mast snapped in two oh, like no. a reed, and the ship listed over to the side. The water burst into the hold. David, are you a boat guy? Uh, I don't... I'm going to say no. <laughs> I've been on boats. I don't particularly enjoy being on boats. I've been on a boat, too, and I think it made me sick. I don't. was on a boat. I, I don't like that. See, that was a very slow boat, David. That was a different... That was a jolly boat with jealous occasion with fucking yeah. fireworks and us and mermaids looking at us. Yeah, yeah. That boat never went fucking more than a knot. That was a slow boat. A boat on the ocean, that's terrifying. That's yeah. terrifying. Don't hold my wedding against me. How fucking dare you? That I boat was it. a that was a boat of miracles, David. A boat of dreams, okay? <laughs> I was there. Yeah, well, I know. And we, <laughs> we lost my wife's pretty necklace that night. I don't know what happened to Did it. Did you? <laughs> well, it was a ship of dreams. That's what they said. I believed it, but whatever. 
Now that no, we didn't lose it, but my I friend, see. but my friend's dad. Uh, I, I was going to say his name. I won't say his name. A very good friend of mine, his dad, I went down and they were near the bottom bar near the back where the door was open. Yeah, yeah. And he was fucking drunk drunk. And on the ground, you know when you have nice Man, pants? With everyone the at your wedding was fucking drunk drunk. Oh, they yeah. Were, it was a, they were pouring real heavy that night. Yeah, yeah. And everyone, <laughs> and, and everyone drinks. Our friends drink. So they were doing <laughs> So I came up and gave them hugs and kisses like, oh, you dropped your wallet. And he was like, dropped my wallet and went to put it in his pants and just missed the hole again. And I said, you got to hold on to this or you're going to lose your wallet. Cut to 48 hours later when I'm texting with him. How you, did your parents get home? He was like, yeah, but my dad lost his wallet that night. So I'm sure it lives in the briny deep now. Yep, yep. <clears throat> Okay, where did I leave off, David? I gotta find my pay. The the ship like listed over and the, yeah. the mast broke and things are bad. Yeah, it was the water water burst in- water burst in the hold. Yeah, that was it. Perfect. Okay, good job, David. <laughs> now the little mermaid saw that the people were in peril and that she herself must take care to avoid the beams and the wreckage tossed about by the sea. One moment, uh, one moment, it would be black as pitch and she couldn't see a thing. Next moment, the lightning would flash so brightly that she could see dis- dis- uh, distinguish every soul on board. Everyone was looking out for himself as best he could. Yep. She watched closely for the young prince, and when the ship split in two, she saw him sink down in the sea. At first, she was overjoyed that he would be with her, <laughs> but then she recalled that human people could not live under the water. Oh yeah, that's he- right. All those, all those dead. Bodies that keep falling yeah, down. Yeah, <laughs> and he could only visit Father's Palace as a dead man. No, she, he, uh, he should not die. She swam in among the floating planks and beams, completely forgetting that they might crush her. She divided through the waves and rode their crests until at length she reached the young prince and was no longer able to swim in the raging sea. Her arms and legs were exhausted, his beautiful eyes were closing, and he would have died if the little mermaid had not come to help him. She held his head above the water and let the waves take them wherever the waves went. That's a pretty fun action scene of her darting around. Good. Much yeah. different than the than the movie one. Real good. And she's exhausted. Also, I never thought about mermaids. How do they, they don't, they must have, they they have regular eyeballs, so they can't see at night like us, but interesting. I mean, maybe they're adapted a little bit. They can clearly definitely like see in salt water, right? Like that Right, okay, yeah, but maybe that's a salt water thing and not like. And if they're that. living underwater, it's generally probably a little dimmer and darker. So they might right, be right. a little better at seeing in like dim light. Yeah. Hmm, I didn't think about that. That's real smart. Yeah. But it would be really tiring to like swim in waves like that when you just your feet are just connected together. Uh, See, by David, a that's not and She's then not, you're not you, to like, like, have you ever tried to like have your fuck feet you, tied David. and try to swim like a mermaid? No, no David, thing. I've never had my feet tied. I'm not, I don't, we go to different parties, so that's not <laughs> happening at my parties. <laughs> at daybreak, when the storm was over, not a trace of the ship was in view. The sun rose out of the waters, red and bright, and the beams seemed to be bringing the glow of life back to the cheeks of the prince, and his eyes remained closed. The mermaid kissed his high and shapely forehead as he stroked his water... As she stroked his wet hair in place, it seemed to her that he looked like a marble statue in her little garden. She kissed him again and hoped that he would live. She like, yeah, she like, like a baby. She like yeah, made no, his I hair know. look Just nice. The first time he said is as, as she stroked his water and then went back to correct herself. And I was like, wait, stroked his what? And it was wet hair. And I was like, oh, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, his, water, his watery wet hair. It works. 
She saw dry land rise before uh, before her in high blue mountains topped with snow as glistening white as if the flock of swans were resting there. Oh, it's winter time as well. He uh -huh. might be, he might have hypothermia. She has to put... Is it winter time for her birthday? Yeah, she said it was, it was winter, winter time for the, I thought it was for the last one that went up. Oh, like you're right. We don't know when her birthday is. We don't know when her birthday is. I guess good enough for, not cold enough to, you know, time. you're going on the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Down by the shore were splendid green woods, and in the foreground stood a church, or perhaps a convent. She didn't know which, but anyway, it was a building. Weird that she knows what both of those are, though. Yeah, she doesn't know what they are, <laughs> well, but she knows... Well, it might be a church or a convent. Mm, it's hard to tell from this distance. Yeah, I don't know what... I also don't know what those words mean, but it's probably one of those, too. <laughs> Orange, orange and lemon trees grew in in its garden, and a tall plum tree grew beside the gateway. Oh, for sure, it's a convent then. Those ladies know how to eat. They're growing fruit for their okay. meals. Yeah. Here the sea formed a little harbor, quite calm and very deep. Fine white sand had been washed up below, uh, below the cliffs. She swam there with the handsome prince and stretched him out on the sand, taking special care to pillow his head up high in the warm sunlight. Okay. The bells began to ring, and in great white buildings, and a number of young girls came out into the garden. It it's was a convent, yeah, David. It's a convent. The little mermaid swam away behind some of the tall rocks that struck out of the water. She covered her hair and her shoulders with the foam, uh, so that no one could see her tiny face. And when she and went, and then she watched to see who would find the poor prince. I like the idea that she looks like like a bubbly Santa Claus. Yeah, like, like, like you've ever had like a bubble bath and you like yeah. kind of put it all up around it's you. It's just her eyes are just the two eyes can see, but it just looks like a mass of bubbles. <laughs> In a little while, one of the young girls came upon him. She seemed frightened, but only for a minute. Then she called more people. She's absolutely a convict. She doesn't see a lot of men. They keep the men yeah. away from these ladies. Yeah. The mermaid watched the prince regain consciousness and a smile at everyone around him. But he did not smile at her, for he did not even know that she had saved him. She felt very unhappy. And when they led him away for to the big building, she died. She, she died. <laughs> Fuck you, David. She dived sadly down into the water and returned to her father's palace. She had always been quiet and wistful, and now she became much more so. Her sisters asked her uh, what she had seen for her first visit to the surface. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she did not tell them a thing. It was too much. That was her memory. She doesn't want to share them with everybody. Yeah, it's, it was a whole time. Many evenings and many mornings, she revisited the spot where she had where she had left the prince. She saw the fruit in the garden ripened and harvested. She saw the snow on the high mountains melt away, and she did not see the prince. Okay, so, so maybe it was like kind of winter time, or at yeah. least like like early spring. You know, it was. Well, she saw them harvest it, so I'm gonna say it was late summer, right? And then you, or I guess you harvest and you harvest. Maybe it was in summer. like maybe it was like springtime, and then bright. And then the during the summer the snow melts away. Right, that's yeah. how, that's how winter works. I always fuck that up. I, I always confu I always confuse them. Being in a state that doesn't have any of it. Right, technically fall technically can mean snow does fall from the sky. So isn't it all fucking fall? Uh, I lost my spot again. Here it goes. It was her one consolation to sit in her little garden and throw her arms about the beautiful marble statue that looks so much like the prince. 
But she took no care of her flowers now. They overgrew the paths until she until there was a wilderness, and their long stalks and leaves became so entangled in the branches of the tree that it classed a gloomy shade. Hey, hey, your circle isn't a perfect circle anymore. Yeah, your circle's <laughs> more of an oval, sweetheart. <laughs> Finally, she couldn't bear it any longer. She told her secret to one of her sisters immediately. All of the other sisters heard about it. No one, <laughs> no one else That is a, a very subtle way for Hans Christian Anderson to be like, women gossip, right, guys? They be gossipers. <laughs> Uh, no one else knew except a few more mermaids who told no one except their most intimate friends. So just a small circle. Oh my God. I didn't tell anyone. I just told my sisters who told some of their closest friends and their closest friends, but not that many people know. <laughs> one of these friends knew who the prince was. She too had seen the birthday celebration on the ship. She knew that, uh, when he came from and where his kingdom was. Come, little sister, said the other princesses. Arm in arm, they rose from the water in a long row, right in front of where they uh, where they knew the prince palace stood. It was built on a pale, glistening golden stone with great marble staircase, one of which led down to the sea. Magnificent glit, uh, glit domes rose above the roof, and between the pillars all around the buildings were marble statues that looked more lifelike. Uh, I bet the statue is one of these that fell into the ocean. Yeah, I guess. Maybe it was on. It was being shipped here, like, right? David, in the opening of our movie, we would see them with, like, scaffolding, like, moving into place! Oh, no! And it falls into the ocean, yeah, yeah. and it goes, and it falls, and then it says, The Little Mermaid, and then we go to the castle. <laughs> Through the clear glass of the lofty windows, one could see into the splendid halls, with their closely silk-hanging and tapestries, and the walls covered with paintings, and were delightful to, were delightful to behold. Also, I'm sure there's, like, bird shit all over them, because if you open windows, that's when birds come. <laughs> In the center of the main hall, a large fountain played to its columns of spray up to the glass dome roof, through which the sun shone down on the water and upon the lovely plants and grew in the big basin. Let's stop that one right there. <laughs> this story is going a little bit longer than we thought it was going to go. Yep. Now, mind you, just so you know, we're recording this after we've done everything. We so recorded I have, the whole story. I have no idea where this is stopping at this moment. Yep. So, don't don't worry. Part two is already going to be coming your way. Don't don't worry, your precious little little mermaid heads. <laughs> it's all going to be coming back around real soon. We figured you didn't want to sit through. All two hours at once. So it's too <laughs> it's long almost, of an it's episode. Like, it's like an hour and a half. So we're gonna. It's, it's, let's give them a break. Go yeah, get some. Yeah. Go get some coffee or seawater, whatever you're into, <laughs> uh, and we will see you back for another the the exciting conclusion of the Little Mermaid. Okay, bye. That's been David Miller. Oh yeah, and that's Michael Settel. <laughs> okay, bye. I get all fucked up when we do these other other. <laughs> I know. I know. We'll see you kids next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. That's our show. Thanks for coming around. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all. And we'll see you in a bit.